Hey, hey, everybody. This is a good episode, like all episodes before. It is about the some. I talk about the fires in the Amazon rainforest as they relate to statistical concepts that we can look at from Nassim Taleb. More specifically, we look at the difference between average and variance. So um, I don't like to hit current events too hard. Well, maybe not if you listen to the podcast. Obviously, I talk about China a lot and Hong Kong in the past. So maybe I'm just bullshitting you or maybe I'm not. No, but for real, good stuff. I talk about average versus variance, how the media is using the average of something to lie to you. We talk a little bit about some doomsday bullshit that we always got to deal with. And um, I hope you all enjoy. How is everybody doing today? It is a fantastic Monday here in Texas. Um, Let's talk a little bit about averages. Averages, averages. So first off, I'm going to go ahead and, well, here's the deal. Um, I talk a lot about Nassim Taleb and applying his... uh, his philosophy or his methods, I'm not quite sure the best way to put it, but um, using his perspective of uncertainty and risk and applying those to life and life situations. Well, as many people have heard, there have been some fires raging in, um, what is it, in Brazil and throughout the South American rainforest. Now, if you are to take these stories seriously it's you know global climate change we're all gonna die um it's the end of the world and don't get me wrong i mean obviously if there are fires that are out of hand in any area that's not a good thing i think we can all pretty much agree on that what's interesting about it though is the way people are lying using the statistics so uh, let me back it up a little bit and say that a couple days ago Or should I say last week, um, some people were basically showing that the reporting in the Amazon rainforest was um, – there was something wrong with it, that the fires have actually been worse in previous years. However, we keep hearing that these fires are like some of the worst that they've had. Now, I'm not saying that they're not bad, but what is it? Is it that they are – um, you know, the worst that they've had, or is it that they are somewhere in between? Uh, you know, there's different scales, there's different levels about how bad these fires can be. So what is it? What is the truth? So I encourage everybody to check out Tim Pool, Mike Cernovich. They actually pre- pre- presented some sources about the fires going on there. And we can talk about uh, Nassim Taleb's ideas about averages. So it's really great, actually. Um, let me see if I can pull it up. First, I'll go ahead and explain what, uh, what it is. Is there was a earlier an anti-fragile. It's so funny. I was reading this just the other day, and he was talking about how, to, um, how you could kill your grandmother using averages. And he specifically talked about how if you um, look at averages, one reason why averages can be misleading in an extreme environment. Okay, so if you put your grandmother in the living room and you say, oh, we're going to leave her in this living room and the average temperature is going to be 75 degrees. That's the perfect temperature for a grandmother is how he put it in his book. Now, uh, 
He said, basically, she'll spend, and then he goes, so if you look at the average, then you'll go, oh, 75 degrees, average temperature, it's all good. It's all good in the hood. She's going to be okay. Everything's going to be great. Grandma's going to be fine. But then you come back home to see grandma's dead. Now, why is grandma dead? Now, he, he, I'm adding into my own, my own bullshit here. But grandma's dead because she spent half the time below freezing, and then she spent half the time at 100-and-something degrees Fahrenheit. But the average comes out to 75 degrees. I'm not sure what numbers you add together, but in his book, he has it laid out that you spend a certain time in the cold for half the time and a certain time in the extreme heat for half the time, and you get the nice, comfortable average of 75 degrees. So you can be lied to easily with statistics or not only lied to, but you can be misled if you are – you can lie to yourself, right? If you're building predictive models based on averages and things like that, you can uh, lie to yourself um, using an average when you should actually be – when you actually need to know other information, right? The average might not tell you the information that you need to know. So in which case, the, what you needed to know was – I guess it was the volatility or the variance – you wanted to know how much the temperature was going to vary from the average. You didn't need to know just the average itself. So what is going on with the fires? Apparently, what's going on with the fires is that there have been several fires, I think 2017, 2010. There have been a handful of years where the fires in the Amazon have been worse than they are today. However, what people are doing is they have took the average of the last like 8 to 10 years, they took the average and said that the fires this year are worse than the average of the last 8 or 10 years. So they are doing exactly what you would have learned had you listened to Nassim Taleb, okay? Which is, instead of looking at the variance from the average, instead of saying what are the best years, what are the worst years, they are, t- they are just taking the average and saying, right now, it's worse than the average of the last eight years. When really, in the last eight to ten years, there have been maybe a handful of worse fires and also a handful of fires that were way less. So when you average them all together, they come out to be less than the fire that's happening now. But that is not an accurate picture of what's going on. So basically what it looks like is happening is if you apply basic skepticism to the stories you hear and you do a little bit of background research, it appears that what we're being told about the Amazon, while true that it is on fire, um, it is not worse than several – Then it's not necessarily worse than previous years on record. And the other thing is is that if you do some background research, you'll find that some of these fires or maybe – I'm not sure the percentage. You need to look these up yourselves. But according to Tim Pool's research, which I trust him as a journalist, um, these a lot of these fires are controlled agricultural fires. So they're done every year to help with agriculture and things like that. Now, um, so now that doesn't address the uh, the idea of deforestation of the rainforest. But these fires are not an existential threat, guys. Uh, despite what everybody talks about. They're not an existential threat, and I thought it was just really interesting listening to some analysis this morning that if you apply, um, you know, Nassim's 
ideas of looking at the variance instead of the mean, then you get a much better idea about uh, the current situation going on. So um, now, what else do I want to talk about? Let's discuss anxiety again. So last week, I had a podcast on the road, and I talked about how uh, the younger generation has all this anxiety, right? There's For one, there's now there's a lot of things going on. There's a lot of young people that are just straight up lost in the world. Uh, we just don't know, you know, a lot of people just don't know what the fuck they want to do. There's not a lot of easy, there's not a lot of straightforward career paths that you see yourself doing into the future. Um, there's actually a lot of reasons, I think, that the millennials are kind of wandering around. But also one reason when it comes to anxiety I talked about was that there's this idea of impending doom. Right, that there's this idea of impending doom, and it's kind of uh, brought about on us all the time, right? So uh, we are going to have impending doom by AI. So we're all going to lose our jobs. Uh, we're going to have impending doom by climate change. So we're all going to burn up, and all of our cities are going to be underwater. Uh, we're all going to be um, taken out by the wealthy. The wealthy are going to suck all the wealth out of the country. Nobody will have any money left. Everyone will be poor and destitute. So. Hold on a second, and I'll be right back. I'm going to put run a uh, sponsorship, and we'll be right back. So where am I going with the anxiety situation? It is I love listening to the H3 podcast, okay? Um, I'm a big fan of H3H3. H3. I really like what they've done, but what they did was an, a great example of how I'm talking about this doomsday scenario bullshit that we all have to hear on a regular basis. So um, they, in in their broadcast, one of their broadcasts last week, and I had to just skip forward through it because it was just, it just couldn't bear it. Uh, they were talking about the Amazon rainforest. And it was funny because Ethan Klein, the, uh, the main host, was kind of joking but also kind of serious. He was like, oh, he was basically just, over-exaggerating, but like, listen, we're all going to die. We're killing the rainforest. Like, we're all going to die. We're all doomed, blah, blah, blah. And it's kind of funny, but at the same time, it struck a chord with me because I'm thinking he, he wasn't joking. Like, you know, he was making a joke at that moment, but overall, the concept of what he was talking about, he was not joking. He was actually quite serious that, yeah, we need to do something. And, you know, all these all of these idiots... And, you know, he's not an idiot, but he just went out of his range talking about, um, you know, the Brazilian president, uh, you know, Bolsonaro and all this, that and the other. And and it's like, dude, first off, listen, I get. okay. so let me back up. I'm talking about doomsday shit here first. So this is just a prime example. You know, H3H3 podcast has a younger listening audience. So you've got all these people listening to us, oh, the end of the world. You know, we're going to we're destroying the lungs of the world. We're destroying the earth's lungs. And it's like, yes, I get it. Everybody understands this is not a good thing, but everybody has to comment on the um, you know, everybody's commenting on what the what Brazil, what's happening in Brazil and they don't even know what's going on, right? I I'm not so much commenting on it as the reaction to it, right? My whole thing is this. I don't fully understand 
the situation in the rainforest. I don't fully understand the deforestation. I don't fully understand the fires. All I know is that what we're being told by the media is not so accurate, right? So the media is manufacturing these doomsday scenarios to get everybody riled up and scared. Now, that is just, it just is such a, it's just so disingenuous, right? And so, uh, you know, once again, we're going to bring Nassim Taleb here. Um, I think one of his major pieces of advice in the Better Procrustes was if you want to, uh, it, it has something to do, I'm paraphrasing, if you want to rid yourself of reading the newspaper, then basically read the last week's newspaper every week for a year with something to that extent, because then you'll realize how irrelevant and how inaccurate the news is. And that's actually why a big thing about why I'm not, I'm not a big news junkie like I used to. I'm on Twitter a lot, and I think Twitter's cool, but even then, I got to stay away from the news. I don't get too deep into it. I kind of follow what's happening, but I don't like to go into the weeds. What's also interesting is with Taleb is you don't see him commenting a whole lot on current events. And I think that's probably why. And I think it's probably healthier. I mean, I've said before, I think everyone should stay away from current events and news as much as possible. Just read the headlines. That's just my opinion. I feel a lot better in my daily life doing it. So, you know, I think other people will feel good too. And you know what, man? Like I said, it's just, um, you just got to watch out and be vigilant. So, Whenever you hear statistics, try to figure out what kind of statistics are they using. Are they using averages? Are they using variants? Um, and if so, what can we gain from that? So remember, with the example I talked about earlier, we can apply directly to um, to Nassim Taleb's talking, talking uh, or his concepts. Um, I think he used Fat Tony. Fat Tony once said, uh, "Never cross a river that is on average four feet deep, right? And why is that? Because the average doesn't tell you about the variance. So you might go to one part of the river might be five inches deep. And then another part of the river might be 10 feet deep. You see now, of course, obviously I'm, I'm not doing the math on that probably correctly. But if you look at the variance in the river, you're much more likely to get an accurate picture of whether or not you should cross the river versus crossing the average. So we can use that same thing with the grandma. Remember, your grandma dies at an average temperature of 75 degrees if the variance is high enough. And um, you'll drown in a river if the variance is high enough away from the, from the average. So with the fires, same thing. The average of the fires for the last 8 to 10 years is less than today's fire. But if you look at the variance over the last 8 to 10 years, it is not. So don't let the bullshitters bullshit you. And that is all I've got for today. Everybody have a fantastic day.